it's your girl Jess B. And it's your girl Vina Nine. And you are now locked in with us, the anti-socialites. So turn up the volume and just chill out. Because each and every week, we're coming with that real talk. Conversations with Miami's business owners, artists, behind-the-scenes nightclub professionals, as well as social activists, community leaders, and aspiring artists. Real talk from two cool chicks curating Miami's cultures, arts, and lifestyles. What's up, what's up? You are tuned into the Anti-Socialized Podcast. It's your girl, Jess V. And it's your girl, Vina Nine. And today we have Anytan Bariola yeah. with us yeah. live in Miami. What's up? What's up? How are you? Great. Cheers. We're going to do a little toast. Yeah, we let's totally do, it. do a toast. What are we toasting to? Toasting to life. There's no sun outside. Great life. Yes. Sorry you couldn't. We're gonna experience. toast to the sun coming out so that it's a reason why he has on these sunglasses. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but the but, light in here is shining. Yeah. So yes. it's okay. And we're gonna keep um this episode interesting because we right. feel like you're an interesting person yeah. to interview. Okay. I didn't know um, what to expect. You know, the gentleman, I thought you were gonna be like <laughs> You got that to be stuffy? A little. Really? You too? A little. Wow. A little. Yeah, that's what's crazy to me because um, that's exactly what I'm not, you know? So that's why I wrote the first book to, like, you know, let people know that you can literally be yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be like, I didn't come up, I mean, shout out to the bow tie. I like it. It's clean. You know what I'm saying? And shout I do out to get, Nick. I'll get, I'll get, I'll get, you know, <laughs> it's really about knowing how to maneuver and when to maneuver in specific environments but really maintaining your own thing mm-hmm. I always thought that was important like I don't really subscribe to like you gotta do this and you have to speak this way it's like you know people communicate and move in different ways and the most important thing you can be is yourself so I always find it interesting when people say they expected something different I'm like damn what do I what type of content do I put out where you expect right. something different do I do I appear to be like stuffy or no not it's at all the, it's just what you assume like a gentleman he has to pull out a chair and he has to look like this and, and that, that all still stands though so that's a thing like the chivalry yeah that's all that, that's all still there that's all still very real but it, that doesn't necessarily always look a certain way and it doesn't always like you know Hello, how are you? But I that's mean, any time. the problem. Yeah, and people associate a look to how you're supposed to act as a human. Just natural qualities that you should have. Yeah. To when you interact with different people, people yeah. put a look on it. Like even with sororities or fraternities and things like yeah, that. Sorority. We're both sorority. sisters. What y'all? What y'all? It's the first and the finest. There's nothing else to talk about. You don't have to Look explain. at this boy, right? Look at this boy, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, you just... Cheers. Mm-hmm. But so it's we're all those things. We're right? all products of HBCUs. Mm-hmm. Yes. You went to FAMU. Shout out to FAMU. Yeah. Rattler. Yes, yes. Which we both brought up. We said, what is it about FAMU that brought all these because there's so many graduates that are right. in creative industries like you have down here you have uh it's Rico Love, yes. Felicia Monet yes. on 99 Jam you went to school with all of them you got Fly Guy you got yeah. you it's like what was it that attracted you to that school it's cr- my brother like it was crazy <clears throat> I came up in a time where like a lot of my family members were entrepreneurs and I'm totally as you can see I'm I, I I paint with my own brush. I like curve my own lane. I don't want to do anything anybody else is doing, right? So my brother was going to FAMU, and I was like, I'm not going to FAMU. Mm. I'm going to Hampton. I'm going to more. Oh, I'm I going to go there. You want to go Hampton? I did. I'm going somewhere, but I'm not going there because he's there, right? Okay. And then I went to go visit. He was like, it's lit. <laughs> I went to go. We went to go drop him off on the set. Um, 
I, I was sold like that. Mm-hmm. It was a, I'd never seen anything like that in my life. So the campus amazing. drew you to it. it. Yes. Mm. Like, I've never seen that. Type. It was all that, those black folks just, like, in one area, knowing that they're in college, though. Like, they all look different. They didn't look like, you know, they were all, like, studious. You had so many different an array of black folks, but they were just, like, it was dope. I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. I didn't know it. I, I knew it existed, but I didn't know it looked like that. How did your college experience shape what it is that you're doing now? <laughs> I guess all the young ladies you met in college. Well, no, not even just that. I mean, I think as far as the grit and the determination and like, I wasn't always a person that's like, because what I do and what anybody that's successful, you know, does, you need, you need some sort of attention or grit or like, you need like a, a, a huge amount of discipline and you have to have like your mind wired a certain way and, you know, no doesn't really mean no to you. Not in that way, because I know there's all these like sexual assault. Right. <laughs> Shout out Not, to Tracy Silas Ross with Handies, man. Yes, yes, yes. I don't mean anything like that, but in, in the sense where like, no, you can't do this. No, that's impossible. No, you can't do this that way. You know, you can't be a black man and do this. Etiquette is belongs in this thing. Nobody's gonna read like. That doesn't mean anything. I have a vision. I see what it looks like. The way I developed that was fam you, because we went to HBCUs and like, it's not run right. HBCUs are flawed. The, I mean, the faculty, the the administration, just, you know, like financial aid, you know, you need to get your class. You don't just like go online and sign up. Nah, it's like a day's worth of activity. Oh my God. You know what I'm saying? And you like, gotta like, like sit in there and you gotta be cool with somebody so that you could get in. And you like, talk to I the lady. That, but the lady but you had a scholarship? No, no, no. I mean, I didn't experience the whole class situation. The lady goes to, of course, you did. Did you go to HBC? Yeah. Where'd you go? Claflin University in South Carolina. I don't know. It's it's usually maybe it's a maybe, Florida HBC. Nah, the, it's it's running rampant. It's all over. Like we all relate. That's why, like, even regardless if it's Howard, Hampton, Finn, we all got love because we know the struggle. Mm-hmm. But that's what developed like my grit. That's what made me like know that I could do anything. Once I left there. I was like, yo, there's nothing I can't. I, I, I went through the, they put us through the fire. Mm. Like, I learned way more outside of the classroom than I did inside. I think a lot of us have. And, it, and they, they really, like, reinforced um, the school of business there. You know, like, working in corporate America, that was their thing. Okay. And they funneled a lot of people there. But a lot of people realized that's not what they wanted to do. A lot of people quit those jobs. And now they're, like, yeah. in L.A. doing movies. In L.A. doing photography worldwide. You know what I'm saying? Like, writing, doing music, doing all this cool stuff. Because we realized that, you know, we were following our parents' dreams. You know, like, the generation that did go to uh, go to college. And they were the first in their generation to go and get these good jobs. We want to do the same thing. Like, this doesn't really fit the This doesn't fit the body. Right. We talk about this all the time. Like... Well, I'm gonna because, do what I want to do. You know, it's the discussion now is that is college even worth it? Especially if you know you want to be in a creative field. Just had that conversation. But on the way. other end, you just noted that the experience made you who you were rather than just the education yes. itself. So I yes. think we still have to encourage people to go for all different yeah, reasons. Absolutely. I think it's important to, to 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 vocalize that though, because I mean my the guys that were my wedding, my best friends. Um, all of my relationships for the most part it's like it's college based you know what I mean and my wife um, like so much of my life is rooted in that okay outside of like the education but and that's the thing like you pay for the experience when you go to college you're not actually paying for the books or the lessons or the teachers because teachers don't really teach you they tell you to read the book read the Mm -hmm. chapters you do it on your own so you could totally go online and buy those books 
and yeah. study yourself, but most of us don't have the discipline to do so. Yeah, I mean, I would I wouldn't trade it for anything. That was the best times of my life. College was amazing, straight up. You know, for so many reasons, it developed. It was the first time I'm from San Jose, California, so which I'm super excited. I finally she got a yeah. Bay Area representative <laughs> hey. on the Anti-Socialized Podcast. Oh, hey. So, <laughs> so you got to think like I'm implant, I'm I'm uprooted, and I'm putting this like see of black folks and like it's the first time I'm ever experiencing this in my life I've never I don't even know how to maneuver so every day was new every day I was like trying to adapt so I was growing like all the time yeah you know what I'm saying so imagine what that does to somebody who's just forced to grow 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 it brought like me out of me so, I can relate to that yeah. after college you graduate what do you what do you do there after you go back no home? actually I actually didn't graduate okay so here's another thing I just I didn't know if you graduated I assume mm-hmm. a lot of people that went to fam did it did not graduate they're successful yeah. but they were like you know what I want to and that's that creative or that rebel and I'm just like okay I, this is not where I'm trying to go I want to just go and do my own thing and struggling yeah. in HBCUs I know I can do that so yeah. what was your first step like what, what was the first thing that you did uh, well, first of all, I struggle with not graduating because it's like your parents' dream. They put you right. there and all that stuff. Especially right? you're half Nigerian. Nigerian. <laughs> you know, yeah, so you went that through all that. Straight up, you know. But, I mean, now they're like the biggest supporters, and you know they're 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 just so impressed with everything going on and so so proud. But um, you know, it was like I had this conversation really quickly. Backstory: I had a conversation with a faculty member. And there was something going on with the classes. They couldn't get me in the right class. I was like seven credits away from <laughs> graduating. It was oh, like wow. right there, you know. And uh, the lady told me that uh, now we can't fix this, whatever this thing is, that you have this issue. I looked her in her eye and I said, um, I mean, no disrespect by this. But I'm telling you that in like two, three, five maybe years, you're going to want to say that this guy graduated. You're going to want to claim me and say that this guy graduated. This, he's one of us. You may think I'm crazy, right? I'm, I'm, I'm looking you right and I'm telling you this. If you don't help me, I'm leaving and I'm not coming back. She said, there's nothing I can do. Wow. I said, cool. So for a long time, I had like this really weird relationship with FAMU because, mm-hmm. you know, they raised me in a way and they, they, they inadvertently taught me so much outside of the classroom. But... They weren't there when I needed them to be there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't claim them for, like, people say, you went to FAMU. Like, yeah. I did. So here's the thing. You said, no, this is HBCU and FAM raised you. But that's kind of like the black family. Like, they'll raise mm. you. When you get to 18 is when you, you're, like, lost. You don't know what your next step is. Like, mm-hmm. you want to be grown. But then most of the time, it's like, you got to get a job or you got to get out of here. Right. How, like, do you see the connection? Like, did you even think about that? Now, the, the, the thing about an HBCU, it is very much like that because faculty feels like family there. Mm-hmm. Like somebody's your uncle up in the Foothillier building. You know what I'm saying? Like you recognize these people and these characters. It's like, oh, that's like uncle such and such. That's like my aunt, my grandma. It's like, you know. And they weirdly, like a lot of it, you know, even the way it's done, it's kind of paralleled how things are done in the church sometimes. And like, church. you know what I'm saying? Like there's certain just black, it's very black. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Which is dope. But also, it can be a disadvantage in some ways um, for a lot of, for some of the stereotypes that, that are against us, like maybe some of the, uh, I don't know, maybe un, not being organized or not handling paperwork right or not handling the money the right way and stuff like that. It actually trickled down and affected the students. Um, but I'm not here to bash, man. FAMU, I got so much love. You know, I got so much love for FAMU. I, I, I bring people there all the time. I tell people about them. 
they book me the most out of any That's any universities. Awesome. You know what I'm saying? I, I I saw my name listed like on their on their website. You know, mm. like under like alumni, like celebrity yeah. alumni, or and they use the word. Of, I told the lady that they're gonna. <laughs> want, I'm see. I know. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I know. Like I live. Like today, I'm in like 2035. You know what I'm saying? I don't live. I'm never. I try to be present, but I be gone. I come back and I be like, "This is what's going on." You're right. easy. Bruce. I've always been. I mean, I, when he when he said that, I was like, "What's he talking?" But I totally understand it. Like I'm always like, and that just means I'm forward thinking. I have I'm visionary. Like I'm not even. I'm not. I don't be here all the time, mm-hmm. right? So I knew what I was saying wasn't crazy. She just couldn't accept it. And I saw that lady. Oh. I saw her. I saw her at the at homecoming one time at um, Cafe Cabernet, and I told her. You know, and she never, she did not she remember didn't re- me. She didn't recognize you. But she was happy. There's so many of you there. Right. <laughs> she was, she just, I don't think she was familiar with me like that, but she was just happy in the sense that, you know, that's I showed her and stuff. I said, I have no, I, it's, it was your job. I don't have any ill will, but I did have an issue with the university for some time. Right. You know, it's because of you. All right. So well, let's turn that around. Let's, yeah, let's. No, but this is. I promise, is love. It's not a no, because you go I, back I, and we're we're a product. I've been tweeting FAMU for no reason. They'll just say FAMU. You know, yeah. that's, that's it. I just I got love. Yeah. Period. So how do we get into the the series of your books? So okay. Variola esque was your first mm-hmm. of the th- of a part or three okay, series, cool. three part series. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we get to that point after college? You know, not you know gra- not graduating. Mm-hmm. Where did you go from there, and how did that? idea come where I'm going to put out a best-selling book um that sounds cool that sounds so cool uh so I had a mentor of mine who would always say like he has this cool business idea for me and he would always kind of like tell me that I'm gonna tell you whenever you're ready to hear it and this and that I was like cool and like a year passed and he still didn't tell me I'd ask him about it he didn't tell me that one day we were at a book uh clothing store in Atlanta and they had books up front at the clothing store and I picked one of the books up, uh, How to Be a Gentleman by John Bridges, and I was flipping through it, and I was about to purchase it, and he started laughing. <laughs> I was like, what are you laughing at? He said, remember that business idea I told you about? Looked at the book, looked at him, looked at the book. It's like, are you serious? That's what you wanted me to do? Like, you want me to write a book, bro? Like, <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, get me in a presidential campaign or like right. build this big old empire. And he was just saying that, you know, after hanging out with you for so long, being the homie and then having the business mindset, I really feel like your lifestyle is marketable. I was like, what? Yeah, this was like 2006 or something like that. So he I'm was still, still kind of ahead of the curve. Yeah. yeah, This is before being a, being a brand was oh a thing. Oh my gosh, no, that was way before all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Way before. So um, he that's what he said. And I was just like, you mm-hmm. know what? Since you said it, let's let's do it. If anybody else would if anybody else would have said the same thing that he said, I wouldn't even remember that they said it. It would have went in one ear out the other. I would have forgot that it happened. Mm-hmm. And that's the power of like, in my opinion, like God moves through people. So that's the power of like obedience and just not being afraid. If you feel something on your heart, to tell it to somebody because you yes. never know how it's gonna affect somebody and change their life. If he didn't tell me that. I wouldn't be sitting here right now. Not for this reason. I mean, maybe I'll be down. What do you think you've been doing if you didn't write that book? I mean, I was in IT. You know, I was was good. I used to intern at like Hewlett Packard at 16 years old. You know what I'm saying? You were in the area for that, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And I would do like, you know, these, I would always do these really, like the only black kid to do this. Only like, so I was, I was in my bag, you know what I'm saying? But Philly term. 
<laughs> is it? It is. Okay, y'all got it. I was in my bag, paying homage, you know. But I, I, I wasn't. Every time I'd be in a cubicle, I feel like I was in prison, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I knew that I was good at it, but I was like, it didn't feel the connection wasn't there. It didn't mm. feel right. It didn't feel right. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like I had more to offer. You know, I was like, I can't be like this fly for no reason. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey. Like, I'm the only, no, and I, I said that in where I was like, I feel like, damn, I hella got to subdue myself up in here. Like, I'm going to go ahead and throw on a fly ass suit, you know, and I'm going to, they used to, they used to say like, yo, you don't have to, you know, I'll be having like CEO, you know, getting compliments every day and people just have on like the slacks and stuff. Like, like if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Like, this is what I thought it looked like, mm-hmm. but I, I just had more, it was more than just, I had more to offer. Mm-hmm. Like I was like I was like this, like ready to bust, and I was just okay. Let me just sit here and do this. Like, but I was like, I know I got more. I didn't know what that looked like. I always knew. I used to literally practice my autograph. It like <laughs> I, I perfect the same autograph I sign now. I signed like in the fourth grade, and I, I signed it like I I made sure that it looked a certain way because I knew I'd be using it. Yeah. I practice an award speech. I said, I wonder what I'm gonna say for my speech. For what though? I like that's sing. what I was saying. Like, what would you I just don't sing? Like, I don't. I don't do none of that stuff. I don't have any talent that that you know get you an award. But I knew. I'm telling you about that. I live in the future. I knew I would get an award. Mm-hmm. I knew that like, and I never shared this stuff. And it sounds crazy as hell. Like, why would I share that with somebody? People would think I was crazy, right? right? But there were always these things that I knew, and I planned for in my own self. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I eventually executed. And when people saw it, they're like, "Oh my gosh!" I'm like, "Dude, I like." I'm not surprised. Like I knew wow. this stuff was gonna happen. So that, you just said the execution. Mm-hmm. So your friend gave you the idea. Yes, yeah, so gave me the idea. Doing that, it though, how hard was that? Because it was very difficult. It was you know that wasn't the there weren't a lot step. of platforms during the time. <laughs> but like every you could self publish like that nowadays. During that time, it was a difficult landscape to traverse. Like nobody really knew it was like this ghost world. Right? Mm-hmm. How do you do it? You know, I'm this young guy, like black. How am I supposed? Twenty five. Like how do I get this thing done? And, you know, my friend passed away, so I was left to kind of, you know, do this thing myself. And the ironic thing about that is originally the book was supposed to be ghostwritten, and I was like the face of it. Because I wasn't even like, I didn't think I was a writer. Mm, Not that I didn't want to write it, but he was just like, this is how it's going to be set up. I was like, oh, I thought I was a writer, whatever, you got it. You know what I mean? So... God worked the whole situation out in 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 his own way to where I was forced to do this thing like to like I was forced to confront my my gift. Were you like writing a journal or did you just like open a laptop or a notepad like what? I mean I knew how to write. You know what gotcha. I'm saying? Like my mother was a uh, English major. She was cool. a speech pathologist before she retired, and she would come home and give us aptitude tests all her kids. You know, so she would always like. Yeah, man, she would always like just elevate us and just give us all these interesting tests. And so we were very proficient with English. I mean, English was like physical education to me. Easy A. It was like art. It was like whatever. It's easy mm-hmm. A. I don't have to try. So my teachers even sometimes would say, yo. Somebody helped you. If you really apply. No, like you're really good <laughs> and stuff like that. You know, I was like, whatever. Where are these girls at? You know what I'm saying? It was a bell ringing. And, you know, it was just something that was very natural. And then, like, two years ago, I found all this work from college of like pages of stuff I written. I didn't even realize I wrote. It's like, what the hell was I doing right? You know, when like freshman year trying to find yourself and all right. that. Mm-hmm. You go through random stuff and I guess you express yourself in your own way. 
And I looked at it. I was like, damn, this is really good. Like, what the <laughs> hell? I had no idea. I didn't idea. think of uh-huh. this. I could like put this out now, or like I'm gonna I'm gonna archive, I'm gonna do something with it because it's like really good. Like how, how was I thinking like that at that age? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So um, it was always there. The gift was always there. It was just a matter of me confronting it. So we get to the second book, A Gentle Woman. Mm-hmm. You know, from a standpoint of a woman, I because I read the reviews. I haven't read your book yet, mm-hmm. which I plan on. We plan I, on doing. I want to read all three, mm-hmm. but <laughs> there's always that stigma. Me too. I want to read them too. <laughs> there's Did sometimes. You read them? <laughs> I read. I read the third book one time crazy recently well it's just like we don't always listen back yeah. to every exactly. single episode yeah I, I was there yeah, I was there <laughs> um i prepared for it but um so etiquette for a lady i i think you've noticed this sometimes as black women we don't like to be told what to do and i don't feel like your book is that way mm-hmm. but did you ever be get become hesitant about the how I'm gonna write this and people are gonna accept it. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm very aware. Like I didn't want to write it. You know, I fought mm-hmm. it. The the that book came out in 2013, December 20, December 17th, and the first one was April 24th, 2009. So it was a big gap, mm-hmm. and I knew I had to write it. I didn't want to do it because exactly what you said. I wasn't. I didn't want that. Uh, this was before Black Twitter and feminists okay. very being very vocal on Twitter. I didn't want that. Uh, I didn't want that smoke. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I knew it I knew what it was before I you know, before it became a thing. I just didn't want it. And it was like a big responsibility. That's, but that's how I knew I had to do it. Because mm. it was so great, you know, it was such a challenge. And so I was so resistant that like when I when I feel like super resistant to something that's great, I know I have to walk toward it. I, like it I, makes you feel uncomfortable enough where you're like, I'll I had do to it. do it. Right. You know, I didn't want to. I fought it for years and I was like, I gotta do it. I just had to like really hone in and like really figure out a way to craft the message in a way that would be receptive but still be honest i I, think i have to be honest but i have to make sure that it's received how was the what like how did you go about researching and putting the book together i mean i had lots of research i was gonna say life experience (laughs) (laughs) a lot of research there um but also uh the dope dope ass woman in my life you know um who i would look at from a new lens and after doing the research, you know, I mean, I always, always had like a high, held women in high regard and had the ultimate respect for them. But after going through the, the process of writing it and still not knowing because I never don't want to be and never will be in your shoes, I'm, I'm me, you know what I'm saying? I'm a man, I'm me. But just taking a peek from your lens and your perspective, I was shocked at what I saw. Mm. Even knowing the way I was raised and what I already know, I was like, Yo, women are like, specifically black women are the most like, gosh, man. I mean, how do y'all even wake up in the morning and like get out of bed and like do anything with all that's all the weight that's on you and all that's against you? It's like, I couldn't believe it, (laughs) you know, from like just watching an advertisement on TV and like, damn, that's hella just, dude, that's a sexist ad. Oh my gosh, look at all that patriarchy. Yo, do you see all that? And it's just a real basic ad, but it's just so subconscious, like... Mm -hmm pushing all these I was like damn so I'm like looking at books magazines looking at, I couldn't look at anything the same I was like oh my god how do y'all do it right. this is crazy like it's a war waged against y'all every day every day like it's crazy just like I, would, I was shocked and I was like yo I gotta say something now you know like once I really saw it from you all's eyes so um, I just said like I just told the truth my whole process is about telling the truth and I was like I'm just gonna I'm not, it's not about bigging y'all up it's not about 
trying to elevate. I'm literally just going to tell the truth. And the truth is naturally going to elevate y'all and naturally big y'all up. I'm not kissing up. I'm not trying to gain. No, I'm I'm in a relationship. I don't need none of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to win, uh, you know, like women's uh, approval. Right. I'm just trying to do what, what God called me to do. And uh, I want y'all to see yourselves the way I see you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's literally what the process was like for me. And the research was just to just again, like connecting with the women that I do know and going on tour after the first book and having just this audience of women and um, hearing them, you know, all across the world, you know what I'm saying? And like a barrage of emails and just inbox messages on social media every day, all the time, like conversations is real life connecting and hearing your voices mm-hmm. and being like, damn, like y'all, I, I need to, I need to formulate something and put something together. Cause there's so much here. And I got, I, I think I can say it in a way that can connect. And it did. And that research seems so like <clears throat> common sense worthy, but mm-hmm. I think some people approach things like that. Like, how do I prepare myself for this next venture? How do I prepare myself for this new idea? Mm-hmm. And you said it, I listened, I spoke to people, I touched the people basically. Yeah, and women people, were your, yeah. were your market for that. And, um, it, it shows just because, like I said, I haven't read it, but the reviews mm-hmm. are like, wow, I was hesitant. But when I read it, I knew that'd be the case. I felt like he really understood where I was coming from. Right. And I, I even marketed it in a way. I mean, the book, you know, etiquette for a lady could have just been it. Mm-hmm. But comma from a gentleman changes everything that now ignites the who the hell is this guy in you? Yes. But it was on purpose. Right. Like the book cover features a black woman who doesn't appear to be black. Until you turn it around, you see, oh, she is black. You know, mm. She's mixed, but she's black on purpose. Mm. I want you to look at that book and let it be a mirror. If you're judgmental, if you're critical, if you overthink it, I want you to, to by the time you turn the end of the page, like, let your shoulders loose a little bit. Like, damn, I'm, t-, you know, I'm not just the tight. content. Before you even, before you even open the book, I want you to see yourself. I want you to judge it. I want you to be like, who was this guy? I want you to be like, hell nah, another dude trying to tell another. I w- if that's how you are, that's what I want you to. That's what I want you, you want to say. Because when you're done, you ain't gonna be saying that. Even talking about what we we're just talking about, you th- you you quoted. I say your legacy is being worn down, mm-hmm. watered down. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? What what made you say that? I mean, if you were to like look in a museum in a hundred years, you know, a woman in a museum, like, what's there gonna be? Are you gonna have like the truth in there? Or your your grandkids and great grandkids gonna know, like we today we don't even understand what a woman is, like y'all like it's we continue to cut you short and cut you down and throw this at you and blame you for this and I'm starting to see just now there's like I don't know where we're going with it but there for sure is a an uprising of the disenfranchised in general and those who've been marginalized and women I mean you see again with all these claims of sexual assault. Um, from like 20, 30 years ago, women are finding their voice. Like, we're looking at that, like, a lot of people looking at it like, this is crazy how so long ago. Nah, like, you cut their, you, you like, muted them years ago. You cut her head off years ago. She's just now able to, like, rise from that. You know what that, you know what kind of power that, you know how great she feels? Get that burden, you know what that means? Like, Mm -hmm. take that shit, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, forgive me, but, like, you know, you've changed, you know, further down the line, cool, but, you're a different man now. Cool, that was you then. You were on drugs, whatever. You still did it. You know what I'm saying? You shoot somebody, murder somebody, turn into a pastor later. You still murder somebody. 
you still got to pay that pay that debt you know what i'm saying like you have to be held accountable so you know it's 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 a thing where your legacy is like it's what you leave behind but if we don't respect you now then imagine what the future looks like so men don't respect women and then now it's come to the point where women don't respect themselves Mm-hmm. Or or men, <laughs> right? So look look what that looks like. So it takes away <laughs> from the man being the it man. It's a happier world. <laughs> like it leaves us in a place of disarray because we don't know what's that's happening. Why I, that's why I wrote. That's why I write. That's why I'm trying to get us the talking piece. When you get when you cut through the BS, it's like we all want the same stuff. You look at my group text with the homies that are single and stuff. Like they communicate the same things that women communicate. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want this and I'm ready for. This. You would never know it though. Because they don't, when they go out, they don't wear that. Right. They don't, when they approach you, they're not, that's not what they're saying. That's what they want. Or that there's that ego, that block. There's a lot, but that can be even, the ego could be reflected based off of what they assume the lady wants. or th- So there's, it's miscommunication. Mm-hmm. It's just a bunch of, like, coming into a room and there's, you're just trying to filter your way through to get to what y'all both want. Right. When all you just really need to do is just show up because y'all both want each other. Let's start there. So I try to write in a way that like cuts through all of that and just like this is what <laughs> this is what we want this is what it is let's get back to just normal life you know mm-hmm. what i mean like, how do you think social media has like what or what part do you think it's played in the miscommunication of both species at this point i guess the greatest way to uh miscommunicate over like text or social you know what i'm saying there's it's not it's not personable like i used to have to approach a young lady and like write her name on my get a write her number on my hand with a pen you know the courage it takes as a young guy to like see a woman that, that you're attracted to, and that woman sees your reaction, feels like the vibe. It's yeah, like, it's much you different. got it. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you don't. It's a fifty-fifty shot. You might be rejected, but you still gotta go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like all you gotta do is send that DM and get ghosted. If nobody like, I it was scary, but it builds your confidence because right. it's like whatever. I'm just gonna go. You know what I'm saying? I'll learn different ways to pick up on cues. I'll look at her a certain way. See, see, now I know to you know now I know to, uh, to approach her. So it, it takes away from a lot, you know, it's a cool, it's a good tool, like a gun, you know, for protection, but guns also kill, you know, it's like, how do you use the tool? But, you know, beyond that, we, we've come to the point where you can't go to dinner, you can't go to, like, we're talking about concerts, you can't go to anything, church, I see people at funerals on their phones and stuff. Super weird. Weddings and funerals, yeah. Yeah. Like, come on, I mean. It's a special occasion. If you can't, <laughs> if you can't respect that. What are we like? It's I don't. And it's not even like they they might be a great person, but yes. their sensitivity to like what's appropriate. Yeah, desensitized. It's desensitized. Yeah, that's why I write to remind and to inform. You know what I'm saying? Like I, in the stuff that I write about, it's not like it's the things I believe. Mm-hmm. It's not like I follow every single thing and I'm perfect. Like I I write to work on myself too, just like I'm trying to you know help everybody else out. So. um you know, you may see me out there or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, on my phone and whatever, you know, but I'll, I'll be the guy at the, at the dinner table. It's like, all right, everybody, in five minutes, put your phone in the middle of the table. First person picks it up, pays for the middle. Right. I've yet you to attend something like that, but I think that's a great idea. People, people say that they do it yeah. all the time. Yeah, so it's it it's the thing that's supposed to connect us. It's interesting that it's actually disconnecting us all. The irony. Yeah. <laughs> so the exhibit, Grey Tour, mm-hmm. we, you had a sold out what is it like a show we know it's like a cultural experience with conversation Mm -hmm. 
Um, but you had sold out New York. Mm-hmm. You sold out Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You in Miami for Art Basel. Yeah. We're gonna go tomorrow. We're going tomorrow. <laughs> um, but tell us about um, you know what you want people to experience from being able to come and you know hear the conversation that you're giving. It really, ultimately, I wanted to be like a healing experience where people have a safe place to have a, a, a conversation that's uncomfortable. Not just us having the conversation, but. Um, you know, people, that's the purpose of the gray, the third book is kind of that. It is that. It's, it's having that that uncomfortable conversation and, and addressing the elephant in the room. Okay. And, um, you know, Jay-Z has a 4-4 four, four album. 4 album where he says you can't heal what you never reveal. Mm. And it's dope. Every one of the books I wrote always come out, again, uh, living in the future. You know what I'm saying? Like giving credit to God because I don't these things drop on me and I don't have control over when I release something into the world and if it is able to like be relevant with the times and you know what I'm saying it's like right before a shift I'm always there if I released Gentle Woman today it wouldn't do what it did people aren't on that like that it's, it's there's more important issues to address it's not just about self Gentle Woman's about uplifting the individual right now where it's we need a, it's a collective thing going yeah, on right? everybody needs to pull together <laughs> yeah so you know the gray came at a time where it was like it was just right in that pocket you know again burial that same thing you know it was ushered in right at the time when jay-z was wearing suits and 50 cent was wearing a suit it was it was perfect i love you know, these references the gentleman. i'm sorry you know it was like <laughs> it was all perfect pop like cultural times where people will be receptive to the message i didn't have any control over that it's like god's movement you know what i'm saying which further tells me like you're doing the right thing you know keep going so the, the tour is really, again, for people to just, like, not only heal, like, in a way where you go to church, you know, but also, because uh, people don't even go to church anymore, so hmm. why not bring church to the people in mm-hmm. my own way, okay. you know? Um, not to say that, like, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Really just allow people to heal and introduce people to my perspective um, and hopefully show them the God that I know in some way. Um, but, you know, it's also to be entertained and, and to look at some dope art and, um, be inundated with art from music to visual art to literature to uh, speaking but it's all themed around the same kind of thing yeah. you know what I mean so you don't leave sad or whatever you leave refreshed you know you leave like you left that thing there you discussed it you know if you didn't discuss it and you kept it in at least you kind of had a good time and let loose for a minute do you have people like come in and are like panel style or are you have special guests that come and talk as well I mean, it's not, you know, it's very, it's, it's kind of like what we're doing right now. Okay, cool. You know what I mean? Oh. It's, it's uh, we have Steve Canal for, uh, from Miami. We have Angela Benton, um, both authors, dope authors with great perspectives mm-hmm. and um, beyond authors, entrepreneurs and really dope uh, friends of mine. And uh, we're all just coming together. Really, we have similar goals as far as like really trying to move I don't like when people say like do it for the culture and move closer, but but in real <laughs> we life, try not to say it, but but in real life, it makes it sense. is. And like, you have some merch that says something culture. Yeah, but like yeah. really, really, for, that's bad. I'm sorry, my phone. But in real life, doing that, uh-huh. like beyond the cute slogan. Yeah, yeah. Like for real. But at the end of the day, like it's still part of our lingo and what we're trying to do. But yeah. it's like sometimes overused. Overused buzzwords yeah. like yeah. problematic and. You know what I'm saying? Like space. You know, I'm in a problematic space right now. I'm just trying to, you know. The cool shit to say. Yeah, like buzzwords, man. But speaking of buzzwords, you said a buzz name. Okay, Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. The GOAT. Uh-huh. Hove. 
Mm-hmm. Which you you worked with him and Steve Stout on what? It's called translation. Well, yeah, so Steve Stout has a. Uh, I mean, it wasn't like directly with him, okay. you know. But Steve Stout and Jay Z have a, a advertising agency called Translation, um, Translation something LLC. The translation. Tra- yeah, yeah, really dope. I mean, they're the ones that put like. You remember that Hilla Packard commercial he was in, um, back at, like years ago. Yeah, you remember that one? Hilla Packard commercial with the laptop. Um, a lot of the commercials you see where. That company really uh, infused hip hop and corporate space to like, where you see these the ads. Beats with Mary J and yeah, and you Riley see like these ads. Them, yeah. Like they started that trend. Like gotcha. they were much before their time, and then now a lot of advertising companies and agencies are doing that. But they were the first ones to really like incorporate the hip hop culture into corporate. mainstream corporate. Mm-hmm. Like right. oh wow, he's doing it with this yeah. brand and do it. So you know, I did I did a real dope pairing with the Anheuser Busch for the Super Bowl. Um, really really cool cool thing like before influencers were a thing they had me they had me doing some really cool ish you know what I'm saying okay cool check too yeah I'm (laughs) mad I'm I'm not mad (laughs) very minimal work you know yeah that's dope yeah Mm. and I think I mean I always kind of refer back to where we're from but like you touched earlier on like you were always like the black kid in certain mm-hmm. things and growing up in San Jose mm-hmm. I'm sure like when we, when people find out you're from California they're like oh, oh it's so multicultural why are you saying that um, you know because Miami like is very Spanish oriented mm-hmm. and yes there's Caribbean but that's much different from black American mm-hmm. um, but how much Hispanic I don't, wanna, I don't want you to get in trouble Hispanic. well Hispanic I'm sorry I don't want, I want you to get in trouble I'm not in Hispanic but when I <laughs> What I'm getting at is, do you feel like being from the Bay Area prepared you or hindered you in any way? Both. Both. Yeah. You're, you, you, I guess being from there, you totally get that, you know, it's this diverse place, but it's weird because it is, but you can still feel like singled out mm-hmm. where you're like the only person in that space doing that thing. You know what I mean? I feel like I've always felt like that. I guess that's why I just do things differently. I never felt like... You fit in. Yeah, I mean, but but not in a negative way. Almost, I mean, to be honest, earlier times in an arrogant way. It wasn't even like, oh, I don't fit in. I feel it was like arrogant. Like, I'm better than everybody in this mentally in my head. You know what I'm saying? Like, the crazy thing is, I have a lot of friends from the Bay, Mm -hmm. and they we call them rebels or outlaws because they do what they want to do because they feel like I can't. Like, I could just do this. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm from a lot of folks from the Bay are like that. And they're they're black, but they. San Francisco. There's a. I don't know. It's. It's it's because I feel like it's because we had so much at our fingertips, Mm -hmm. and we could move how we wanted to. It didn't matter. Like as long as you had some type of revenue to like do it. When I say like move how you want to. We we have transportation. We are in our cars all the time. Yeah. So if we want to go to San Jose, I'm going to drive there. Right. If I want to go to the city, we could take BART, but I don't the really city. have to. You're from the yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, I think that mentality is just like, I have everything at my fingertips. So when you, when I leave and go somewhere else and you tell me like, I can't, oh, you can't. I was like, yeah. that doesn't, I can't do something doesn't exist. Like yes. my LS number four, Tanae. Is that way, and that's why I'm just like it's a big thing. I just realized it's a California thing, and I let them. Yeah, <laughs> and also I think because the, there's all these cities in the Bay, and they're all different, mm-hmm. and they're so close. You yes. know, like you know, like uh, Hayward, Fremont, Oakland. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Castro Valley. They're all like 
you get to them just like, instant access yeah but they're all different they're very different everybody has their own flavor and it's like best city's five minutes from milpitas is right by san jose but milpitas people are way different mm-hmm. south san jose east san jose north downtown and stuff west all different mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. like even you want to get down to streets and areas different everybody's yeah. trying to maintain their own thing and hold on to something so i think we really stand on that in a way where it's like this is me and just it also spills over to into the music because you have oh, artists yeah. like E40 who doesn't have to be nationally respected because he can make his money in oh, California yeah. alone. And a lot of Bay Area artists don't have to come to LA or they don't they can go to LA but not New York or mm-hmm. Miami because they can tour up and down the West Coast, go to yeah. Arizona, come back with a check and be like make all the this. money. You the, the, same the same way. Yeah, yeah, that's love. I mean, you know. I don't know. There's something like when she said she's from the Bay, it's this automatic. It's, it, I can't me. explain it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, especially out here, you know, like you made it out of the Bay, you know, like not in a, not in a way like I made it out of the hood or the project, right. but it's such a bubble. Like it is. It's a, it's a false reality. If you just stay there, you know, it's not the real world. Like we just I mean? went, well, we escaped the hurricane right. that hit here and we both went to the Bay. I went home mm-hmm. and I was like, damn, I'm really like missing home but then I was out there for a little too long mm-hmm. and I was like oh no I, I gotta go because I was reminded because I'm from the suburbs at the same time too mm-hmm. so in order to be in the mix of things I gotta go to Oakland okay. or San Francisco or San yeah. Jose but at the end of the day you said just said it's a bubble and I can grow up there I still appreciate it I still love it yeah um, but for everything you know there, I like a little taste like you went to Florida yeah best thing I could have done yo like I would have been so way too Cali if I didn't leave. I'm already hella Cali. Right. But <laughs> <laughs> Go down. They already like, are dumb. Oh, yeah, man. They know, they know what's up, man. I talked to them all. You know what I'm saying? I, I, hopefully, I, I, I left my mark on all the homies, man, and everybody got a little Cali in them after, they, after we hung out. But, I feel um, it. You know, it's it's a, it's a connection, yo. Yeah. It's, it's an ill connection. Yeah. Well... Well, I think um, I think we got everything. You know, we didn't even have to like phrase it in a way where we try to um, we cater to people that want to understand the thought process of the person we're interviewing. So, how did you get to where you were? But without us being like, so how'd you get there? Right. What'd you do? So, I, it's like so natural how you just talked about your experiences without us having to ask you directly. Mm-hmm. And I think like what people can take away from this, if not anything, is that you knew you wanted to be somebody and it did you didn't know what no but, or how or how but you still accomplished it in a way that was organic but you know what it's not even that i wanted to be somebody it's that i was called God. just were, like okay, all yes. of us are called to do something and you know that like it may not be as like um i don't know aggressive as mine was but everybody got something and they're yes. that little thing that's be like when you wake up you go to sleep mainly when you go to sleep you feel it mm-hmm. and if you if you're doing the wrong thing it's it'd be it'd be it like hurt. it'd be moving you know like if you're like working a job you ain't supposed to be you'd be like damn you know oh like, god that thing shout be, out to that thing that thing be there. <laughs> you know what i'm saying i don't like the way that feels right it hurts. so i gotta move on it yeah. you know so it's not that i like wanted to be somebody like i was somebody just like all of y'all are you know everybody is some guy like i mean come on you're not just here you're yeah. not just like living you're not just existing you can just wake up like it's purposeful there's a reason and i knew that early on and i questioned everything you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying internally i didn't like vocalize it i just internally I did a lot of stuff didn't make sense to me what uh america teaches us and i like, didn't it didn't gel with me so i always questioned it so i guess 
in the way that I even something as simple as dressing, it all reflects that rebellion. Like I don't believe what you believe. Mm-hmm. This isn't real to me. Like I'm gonna do this my way. Right. You know, and I've always been that way. So, um, you know, it's really just a matter of like figuring that thing out and moving on it. You know what I'm saying? Like just moving on exactly what it is you're supposed to do. Because the world needs it. We all need it. You know, if I didn't, if I didn't write the book. If my mentor didn't tell me, like, yo, you need to do this thing, if I didn't listen, I didn't do it, man, lives would have been affected. Real, in real life. Mm-hmm. Real life. You know what I'm saying? Like, there may be some deaths. There may have been marriages that broke up. There may have been, like, real lives would have been affected in a negative way if I didn't respond to my purpose. Gotcha. You know how whack that is, yo? Like, that's, a, that's a responsibility. Yeah. But I, it's not just me that has that. It's not just, like, everybody got that. Everything, like, everybody has something that's not for us. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're gifted. It, it fulfills you. It makes you feel good. Maybe you'll make money off of it. I don't like when people always pair their gift to, like, profit. I'm like, you may not. It's people out there that, like, you know, mentor kids or, like, you know, helping shelters or whatever. You may not get money, but it's, it fulfills you in a way that money can't. But what you're supposed to do is not just for you. And that's the most important thing of why we're supposed to do it. I, I love that you bring it back to God. I love that you you keep saying the same thing over and over again in different ways, which is you got to be yourself. Mm-hmm. You're being true to you. Mm-hmm. And as long as you put God first, that'll definitely come. Yeah. So, All right. Appreciate you stopping by. Yeah. Dropping those jewels on us. Yeah. Cheers. Happy Basel. Happy Art Happy Basel. Happy Basel. Yeah. Basel. Yeah. Basel. Awesome. Well, we out and we appreciate you coming through. Appreciate you. Wait, me. what is your handles? Yes. Variola S. You got to spell that maybe. B e r e o l a e s q. We'll put it at the bottom of the screen. It's right there. Y'all, yeah. y'all gotta put it right here. Yeah. It's right here. It's oh. right there. It's gonna be everywhere. There it is. <laughs> and they can get, get your, your signature. <laughs> they, they can get your books on Amazon. Uh yeah, Amazon, Borders, Barnes. Is Borders still around? No. Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble. Okay. And just uh, and on your website. Oh, the the Literally. ebooks too. Every, uh, you I know, love the ebooks. All, yeah, the ebooks for the for the millennials, for the young kids. It's um, like a long text message. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny way to put it. Yeah, the long text message. Um, um yeah, everywhere, it's everywhere. But I, I really encourage you to get it. Not. You know, I mean, all the books are bestsellers. I'm not trying to, like, it's not because, like, ain't got nothing to do with me. It's because it's, it, it is what it is. It's because you're black. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it is what it is. Like, you know, it's, it's people, people took it and that's their book. Like, they made it that. Like, it is because they said it is. And that's what is necessary. That's what's needed. So I'm not, I don't, I don't, like, try to sell it or, like, it will just give it a shot read it read through like the snippets on amazon or whatever and um your life will be changed guarantee if you read the grace specifically and you're not moved you're like a robot i know i'm excited well we'll we'll get to it yes and we'll talk about it amongst each other how we can do a book review yeah we can do a review Yeah, please do i would would love to hear from your perspective like in real life okay let's do that we'll do it all right we out